0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Moving to Florida show. I am your host Judson, joined by my co-host Mohit Badlani. What's up? What's up? And we are we are working remote today. We uh, had some little camera snafu, so we can't see each other. There might be a little bit of uh, yeah. lag in communication. It's
1: my, it's my camera has been acting up for the last few days, so
0: that's okay. I'm uh, I am lagging as well today. a accounting day, so I've been working on catching up <laughs> on crunching all the numbers and figures. Mo and I yeah, were just we, talking about how we need to do this, you know, at least monthly,
1: probably, and we end up doing it once a year. <laughs> yeah, we we all got our uh, paperwork for our taxes, so we've all started that process. Uh, some things we should attract, <laughs> we some things we should attract more. Some things we should we we just don't track anymore. Right. Well, technology
0: does it for you, right, Mo? Yeah,
1: technology does a lot for us.
0: Exactly. <laughs> this is part of being self-employed, folks. Is we got to keep up with things because we need those write-offs, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. As many write-offs as I can. Well, legally, we, we did not come. We did not come here today to talk about tax write-offs. We came to no, talk about not, how right, yeah. Florida's real estate market is crashing. <laughs> Doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. That's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, okay, maybe maybe is the Florida real estate market crashing or going to crash? Um, or, or are we just in a little shift? What do you think, Mo?
1: I think we're just in a little shift, man. I I, I don't see it crashing. Uh, I think uh, the the first market crash, I think we've learned our lesson from that. And I'm sure the banks don't want to put people in foreclosures and short sales and stuff like that. It costs them a ton and ton, and ton of ton of money. Uh, to do that. It's it's actually a loss if they go into foreclosure. But uh yeah, we don't need a, we don't need an influx of foreclosures. Yep, for
0: sure. Um and and foreclosure rates are still down, I believe. They're still, is. you know, somewhat lower than even the norm, um, which is kind of interesting. Um we definitely want to reference some, you know, facts and, and statistics as we do this, but I think, you know, also what we are observing uh just generally in the market is important too since we're both um you know boots on the ground realtors here in Florida. Um we see a lot of what's happening day to day and can get a you know have a good idea. And I know we've talked about, you know, market crashes and stuff like that on the uh on the pod before. And you know, I think Mo what you're referencing there is, you know, talking about the banks not wanting to foreclose. Uh we've again we've discussed this before all of the people that have bought homes over the last few years are, you know, they qualified for those loans that they got. And yeah. up until the last, you know, eight months, they were at a killer low interest rate. So, you know, they're unless they got an adjustable rate, which those are probably still years out from adjusting. Most of those people are going to be just fine. They're not going to be yeah. at a point where they're losing their homes. They're still able to pay, their mortgages, which are probably lower than what market rents are today anyway. So, you know, it's we we still have less homes hitting the market because people don't want to sell because, again, they have to go somewhere and, you know, they have to get a new mortgage or with a higher interest rate or pay today's, you know, rents, which are higher. So, yeah, I don't think that we're going to see just a glut of foreclosures. Um, Have rates, have prices adjusted down a little bit. Yeah, it does appear so. We have seen a little bit of dip in prices, but far from a crash. I think we used the word a minute ago, shift. We've seen things shifting, um, or a correction is the word that some people use. Prices correcting and coming back down a little bit to something a little bit more reasonable. Um, But we're still only at about three months of inventory
1: on market right now. Yeah, seller's market is still strong. It's still a seller's market.
0: Yeah, so we were, you know, back, uh, you know, two years ago. Well, it's been two years ago since we started this podcast. When we were doing those quarterly market updates, it seemed like, you know, the inventory kept shrinking down and down. You know, we were at two months, then we were at a month and a half, and then we were at one month of inventory. And if you've been listening for a while, guys, you know that what they say is a healthy market is six months of inventory. So we started to go back that other way. More inventory is piling back up but it's still only at about three months. We're still not considered to what's considered a normal market for inventory here in Florida.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. We don't have the inventory. We don't have uh, extremely high interest rates. We still have pretty decent rates. I think the rates have been fluctuating between five and six this past couple of weeks. (laughs) But Yeah. uh, yeah, like you said, there is a market shift, definitely a market shift. Buyers are getting deals on their homes. They're not getting like you know huge amount of of cuts on the price you know the housing prices, but they're still getting you know deals. You're still getting you know closing cost assistance if you need it. Uh, you're still getting you know the uh, you're still getting the seller to help you with uh, with the rate buy down if you need it. Um, sellers are being a little bit more flexible now to now that we've been in this some somewhat of us, a, uh, us. A, I don't want to say a slumping market, but a shifting market. Uh, so sellers are also, you know, feeling that and, and noticing it and, you know, they're still profiting. They know they're still profiting out of the house. So that's why there's, they're being a little bit more flexible.
0: Yeah, I think looking at it from the perspective of someone who is selling a house, you know, here in 2023, um, that if they bought it, if they bought their house anywhere, probably before 2020, you know, 2019, they're well positive into into equity, you know, they got plenty of equity, Um, they can cover their closing costs, real estate commissions, you know, whatever. And they're still you know, walking away from the table with money. Maybe right. they're not selling the house as much as they could have if they had sold in, you know, April, May, June of 2022. Maybe they're not getting quite as much, but they're still way more than what they paid for the home. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I mean, that that's certainly, you know, from the seller's perspective, eh, I didn't maximize it, but I'm still walking away with a, a good chunk of money. So it works out for the seller. And, you know from the buyers, like you just said, Mo, they're getting a discount from the asking price or they're getting closing cost help from the, from the seller if they need it, or maybe both, or maybe they're actually able to, um, do an inspection which you know we're not in that era of waived inspections like we were for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Um they're able to do an inspection and then actually request repairs if there's stuff that the home really needs and and the seller will agree to do it. Um, we I had a deal like this. Um I'm under contract on one. We just finished inspections last week and um we were able to negotiate uh, 12,500 off of the asking price. And then we came back with a list of repairs for the seller. Um, you know, my buyer was very adamant that they wanted these things done. Some of them weren't honestly even that big of a deal. You know, some stuff like the a, a little water heater was over 20 years old. Okay, understandable. They wanted that replaced. But, you know, there were some cracks in the garage and little stuff like this. But the buyer said, no, I want it done. And you know what? The seller agreed to do it. Oh, um, so, you know, stuff like that is is happening, too. The buyers certainly have a lot more leverage than they did, six,
1: eight months ago. Yeah. Six, eight months ago, the seller could have said, you know, go kick rocks. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not fixing anything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or um, if you did an inspection, you did it without uh, having any inspection period on your, on your contract. Cause a lot of the homes in the last what two years, we've been saying, Hey, we're not going to do an inspection contingency, but you know, homeowners still, I mean, home buyers still want to do an inspection. They want to know what they're getting into whether or not they they request any repairs or anything for the last couple of years it really doesn't matter the sellers held held all the cards at that point right now right. the buyers and the sellers both uh, are in in a positive way so buyers are getting a deal and getting certain things they want done in the house and sellers are still uh you know profiting yep
0: well Mo, let's uh let's let's just look at a little bit of data how about that let's, you know we, we pulled up the the sun stats this is one of our realtor tools from uh, Florida Realtors here um, unfortunately there's always a little bit of lag in in the data coming in but we're looking at uh, December of 2022 is the most recent data that we have. uh, And this is statewide. uh, So we don't have January's data yet. I will definitely be interested to see how the numbers look. This is something we're going to be tracking. But I did think this was pretty interesting. Sales are definitely down December of 2021 across the state, just in the single family home category. There were 29,988 homes closed uh, in December of 2021. In 22, that was down to 19,158. Thirty six percent decrease in the number of homes that sold. That is definitely a huge decrease. Now December is always a little bit slower than the other months, but thinking back to December of twenty twenty one, that was not the case. It was it was very heated. It was gangbusters, right? It was gangbusters. It it was it was definitely a unique market. So you know, I don't have say what twenty twenty, which also would have been crazy, but maybe a normal December of twenty nineteen. It would be interesting to see what. That looked like, you know, and I I would be willing to bet it was probably closer to this 19,000 number than the 29. Uh, So I I think, you know, there we're we're probably looking at more of a normal, you know, market in both both 2021 and 2022. About 30 percent of the transactions were in cash. Um, So not a lot changed there. Uh, but the median sale price did go down a little bit. I thought this one was interesting. Uh median sale price three ninety five in December of twenty twenty two. Uh it was three seventy three nine ninety in December of twenty twenty one. Uh so no, I take it back. It went up. It went yeah. The average up. price went up. Yeah. You know? It went or up median. almost twenty two thousand. Yeah, the median sale price went went up. Yeah. It was the, the average that went price. down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the so median prices went went down about went up about five point six percent, which is really really good because uh, we saw that consistently um, all of last year where the median prices were going up. I think it did dip because it was in the four hundreds, so it may have dipped yeah. and now I think it's coming back up a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think I think mid year is probably when it peaked. It was in the I do recall that it was in the low four hundred. So we've seen it start to come down a little bit. So we've seen some decreases. You know, year over year, it's up, but if we look over the last twelve months, um, a little bit of a, a peak about mid last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's quite interesting. You know, certainly not a a crash of any magnitude no. that that we're seeing there.
1: Um, oh, you would have seen that number dip dramatically the median sale price would have dipped dramatically.
0: Yeah. Now here's one that I thought was interesting. Um the uh, percent of original list price in uh back in twenty twenty one, hundred percent. On on <laughs> the median percent of original list price was hundred percent. Uh yep which is, is crazy. That means they were, you know, that there were some that were a little bit under and there were some that were a little bit over probably. Yep. Uh, but on, you know, on a whole, as a whole, they were right at a hundred percent. But now when we look at December, 2022, only ninety five and a half percent. So that means we're, you know, we've dipped well under what the asking price is. Again, as we've been saying, we're not in that market of things going just way over
1: the asking price. Right. Right. And that's about. It's only about four and a half percent dip. but that does mean it's uh, buyers are still getting you know getting prices that are less than the list price. So, I mean, if the for example, like you said, uh, if if the house is listed for three hundred thousand, you're probably going to get it for two ninety five. Yeah, that's basically what the what the simple math is on that.
0: Yeah. Now, here's another one that's interesting to me. New listings coming on market, all right? Yeah. In December of 2021, we had 23,000 new listings come on market. But in 2022, only 19,000 new listings yeah. came on market. Uh yeah. about it's about 3500 less homes were listed in that time frame. So Yes, inventory is getting to get be you know they're sitting on market a little bit longer, but there are net less new listings coming on market. So I thought
1: True. that was pretty interesting. And, and another thing that that stood out on this is uh, median time of contract. So last year we were looking at you know once you put a home on sale you, you were under contract within twenty four hours, but it says the average was twelve days, or not the average, the median was twelve days. Now it's 34 days. So homes are sitting on the market a little bit longer than uh, than usual. So it's about, not a little bit, significantly longer. It's 183%. Right.
0: So, yeah, absolutely, I mean, and I mean that's you know that is is the thing now. Back uh, year and well, a half ago, back in the if day, it was if it was a nice <laughs> listing and it was it was priced right, uh, flying off of the shelf. Now it can be a nice listing, and if it's if it's really priced competitively, it's still going to fly. It's still going to move yeah. quick.
1: You're still but, getting multiple offer situations. I uh, think on, uh, correctly priced. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I think one thing that we are seeing a lot from sellers is they they are still sitting in that, you know, early 2022, 2021 market and they think that they're going to get, you know, uh, $20,000 more than last home in the neighborhood sold for and we're just not there anymore. And you know, they price the homes like that and they do sit and that's definitely dragging this this average days on uh to contract.
1: It's dragging it up for sure. Yeah. That's what it is. I think some sellers are still thinking they can get forty, fifty thousand dollars more than the value of their home, and they're listing it at that price. Not only are they listing it at that price, the agent that they're getting is listing it at that price. I mean, if you have a savvy uh, realtor and a realtor who's knowledgeable. He's going to definitely tell the seller, Mister Seller or Miss Seller, uh, that's not the market we're in right now. We can't list it forty, fifty thousand dollars above ask, above the value of your home. First of all, your uh, most homes now are have appraisal contingencies because those those are back. Now, if it doesn't, your home doesn't appraise, that means either you're going to do one of two things: they're going to cancel the contract, or B, you're going to have to come down. Yep, absolutely.
0: Uh, Mo, how are appraisals looking uh, to you these days? By the way, have you have you seen any issues with homes appraising? Uh, of course, Not we know that buyers are, are getting their appraisal contingencies,
1: like you mentioned. But right. No, no issues with things appraising. Not no issues with with at least my listings or my purchases. Uh, we haven't we haven't had any uh, appraisal issues, but um, certain homes that we we've seen with my clients that we know that are overpriced and i'll tell them hey this is overpriced by whatever what x amount of dollars so if you're planning on you know purchasing this house it's not going to appraise so we can give them a a uh, offer which is the correct value of the home or and and see what the seller says or we just have to walk away right absolutely with the buyers with sellers sometimes what happens is with sellers I don't know if you do this but uh, if the seller is really adamant about putting it above the price above the value of the home I'll tell them hey if you don't have any showings we don't have any contracts we don't have any kind of activity in the house in in less than 14 days you're going to bring the price to the value I think your house will sell it so I always try to put that in the contract not in yeah, those words, yeah. though. <laughs> with, <laughs> with, kinder words, I see. with kinder words, we're kinder words.
0: So, so where do we go from here, Mo? Like I said, I, I'm interested to see what January numbers are going to look like. You know, we're, we're always going we're always watching this stuff. Um, we can see that the market has slowed down for sure, yeah. but mm-hmm. buyers are still out there. And and you know, I guess Mo, let's talk about what we're seeing right right now on the market. Um, personally, I think. Uh, here, as we record, we're right at the beginning of February. We're first week of February. Um, I think I'm starting to see it heat up a little bit. I think people are, see? the demand is coming back. Yeah. Um, interest rates are definitely looking good. They were, the, the last time I spoke to a lender about it, they were in the fives and they were like, you know, hey, you know, we're we're mid fives right now. A few months ago, we were mid sevens. It's, you know, it's a big right. difference.
1: And, and that's uh, why I think buyers are coming out. Like you're saying, yeah. that's the reason I think buyers are starting to come out. Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? We're, Instead of fighting it and trying to wait wait it out until it comes down to maybe 3% or 4%, let's just go find our house right now. And I and I think a lot of them are being educated by either re- realtors or what the market uh, is telling them is they're being educated and be like, hey, you know what? Go out there, get your deal, get into the house, and then worry about the interest rates and the refi.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, some of it, too, could just be that they've gotten used to the higher rates, too. I mean, this is something that we talked about before is I think that, you know, it's going to take some time for people to get used to these higher rates. But once they do, you know, which I think they have now, they've gotten used to the higher rates. And then the rates came down, you know, a lot of people are going, oh, hey, you know, now is the time um, to go ahead and do this. And and it is true, too. You know, when we talked about seller credits and stuff like this, rate buy downs are, have been big, too. I mean, there's that right. 2-1 rate buy down program um, that's happening a lot. It gives people a couple of years at a lower rate to to refinance. So, you know, certainly if you can get something like that, it's a good opportunity. Yes. Um
1: Yes, and I agree with you there. That I am, I am also seeing the market starting to heat up. I'm getting my buyers calling me back again, and saying, "Hey, you know what? Let's go start looking again." I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of renting, and my rent value has just gone up. <laughs> my rent, yeah. uh, my yeah. rent just went up another four hundred bucks or five hundred bucks, and say, "Hey, you know what? I might as well buy a house." Yep. Yep. So, you know, obviously interest rates are very, very hard to
0: predict. Uh, We tried to do that once before it did not work well. (laughs) But again, nobody could have seen where, you know, rates were going to go, you know, late last year. Uh, Right. You know, certainly couldn't have expected that they were going to go as high as they did this year. I'm glad they're getting down to a point that's more comfortable. But um, Mo, do you you think we might get back under 5% this year?
1: Uh, I think I'm going to stick with my last prediction, <laughs> last week's prediction. Uh, I think it's, I think it might go down a little bit more. I think you were going to see it in the fours very, very soon. I think we're going to see that in the, in probably April, May, we're going to see those numbers in the fours in the mid to high fours, maybe low fives, but yep. I, I have a feeling that's, that's coming.
0: I feel like it is too. And I also feel like the demand is really going to flood back in if that happens. Um, so guys, definitely if you're, if you are planning on moving to Florida this summer, I'd suggest go ahead and start looking, you know, start hunting at least so that you know what's out there and you can, you can be ready. And you know, if things really do start heating up as, as interest rates go down, which we kind of expect they will, uh, you can be ready to, to go ahead and get something locked down. So you're not you know, like those folks that moved here in, uh, you know, 2020 and 2021 that were having to put in, you know, $30,000 over asking, competing with 50 other offers. Um, you don't want to be in that boat. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy for us as agents either. Um, so yeah, if you can get something going before then, if you're really planning on moving to Florida in 2023,
1: um, get that plan into action now. I agree with you get that get that plan start looking see what's out there what you like what you don't like drive around certain areas that you feel like you you want to spend your time there and you know take a take a look at what we have to offer and then talk to a realtor call give us a call give us a shout (laughs) and we'll definitely love to help you out there yeah for sure hey Mo do you want to let them know where they can reach us Yes, sir. We want to hear from you now. You can reach us on our Moving to Florida show hotline by dropping a voicemail or texting us at 407-407 nine zero zero five eight five nine or drop us a dm on facebook or instagram at moving to florida show and for twitter our handle is at moving to fl show if you'd like to connect with us if you have any questions or if you need a realtor in florida you can reach us at moving to florida show at gmail.com be sure to subscribe to the show if you like our contents so that it would automatically download to your device and get you one step closer to moving to florida